Hey, you all, a special thank you to our amazing and growing Patreon.com patrons. Jennifer, Karen, Julia, Mary, Kevin, Robin, Jenny, Anna, Barbara, Susie, Diane, Stephanie, Terry, Erica, Jill, Joe, and our forever first, Trisha. As Patreon patrons, they get early access to our episodes, my eternal gratefulness for helping us express our love for all things Project Runway. And if you're unfamiliar with Patreon.com, it's a wonderful little site whose mission is to support creative work. There, you can make a small donation of support to the podcast to help out with production costs. And if you'd like to become a Patreon patron, visit our page on Patreon.com forward slash The Workroom Podcast. That's P-A-T-R-E on.com. The link is also in the show notes. Now let's get to it. But I also do like specialty cakes and crazy cake, exploding cakes, spinning cakes, lit up cakes. So wow. it's been good. I'm very nervous mixing pastries and clothing. I mean, especially coming from a costume designer, I could turn that and make it really scary. you lovely listeners welcome back into the workroom a labor of love dedicated to project runway i'm Ernez. and i'm nayland yay and i've been working on my issues <laughs> um would you care to elaborate about your issues <laughs> perhaps we can all relate just let's just say that halfway during the podcast i may go in the bathroom and someone else may come out all right okay sounds good <laughs> you know hopefully uh <laughs> um i will have your spiritual mother on on the other on the other line if you just want to send me her emergency contact information through our skype chat <laughs> no longer answers my calls <laughs> Oh no, and what are we gonna do? <laughs> Good thing we're not on video chat, and so then I can't like have you stare into my eyes and be really intimidated and upset <laughs> by eye contact. Oh my gosh. Once again, <sighs> apologies to Patricia. <laughs> I, I swear to God. Yeah, I think I think we ought to apologize for at least until the end, definitely we'll apologize again on our final finale Dream Three episode <laughs> mm-hmm. for Patricia and and and, the, and like you know I, I don't know it's I mean I, I I will have to say that Ken is long gone but not from this show you know like just not from the the feelings and the arc of the show it's like why is Ken getting so much play in the previouslys. And, oh my uh, god! He was yes. so eliminated. He was eliminated hard. <laughs> we got the whole yeah. story in like three yeah. scenes. It was it was a very well produced, shady previously. So. Well, <laughs> and also weirdly enough, um, uh, like, um, you know, going light on Alexander. I know there was a little bit of there, like mm, Alexander, your fault too, but really. Ken, you're the devil. Yeah, yeah, Ken, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, we get a lot of there. There's a lot of anger. 
Yeah. Um, and uh, oh, and a little bit and, of like, oh, you made an ugly dress for some random woman. You know, yeah. like it's not. It had nothing to do with the Uber, du- the Uber Duber super fans. <laughs> they were yes, barely it, there. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh my goodness. Well, so, theoretically, it's a new day in the workroom, except you sort of start out with. Um, a, you know, more talking head from Alexander mm-hmm. talking about how he's, you know, he and Braden are now moving in with Justin. Yeah. Um, but it's, but there's so much going on. There's been so much going on that he feels stifled creatively. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, so that's, this is a thing that I love that Patricia pointed out last episode that, um, yeah, the effects of all of this has them all rattled. And mm-hmm. so it's it's an, a residual effect. And also on top of that, everyone else is really stressed out because we are sort of getting to the end of the show. Um, right. And, oh, and before we, we go any further, I just want to remind you listeners. So some of you <laughs> have been sending wonderful rants and keep sending them to us. And especially about, you know, because we're getting to the end of this. So send us an email over at intheworkroom at gmail.com. Okay. Just Ooh. letting y'all know. We really love hearing from you. So Ooh. even if. I, I want to I hear about these. Even rants. if we touch on it. So so we do have, like, I, we actually, yeah, leave some more so we can talk to them with Naylan. Because it always falls on when I'm I'm uh, recording with Patricia. So. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll just kind of save them all, but um, yeah, no, like please send us send us your feedback because I don't know, yeah. Anyway, um, but but yeah, I thought because those are things that I kind of forget because time is so weird on this show, and um, so much is happening. Well, there's so much to distract us from the process. And, and, and can we also say time is so weird in the universe? Yeah. Um, there's uh, it. It's just thinking about you, right? Thinking about what you just said about. Ken is gone, but it, uh, but still really present, mm-hmm. and um, and everybody's really rattled. And I'm like, hmm, gee, that's not so different than our current. I know. <laughs> situation. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, I'm so glad you brought that up because I I meant to um to thank you listeners for your patience because, yeah, I had to. <laughs> I'm in Rochester. I'm I'm broadcasting mm-hmm. from Western New York. Uh, they're very keen about not calling it upstate. It's Western New York. So mm-hmm. that's where I am. And I realized going through that process, I was stressed out about that, stressed out about, you know, all these other things that are happening. And I was like, oh, no, I, I actually do need to take time to get ready to move myself upstate. And it, or I'm sorry, in Western New York. And it, um, it's just like time moved. It was just kind of like just a stress ball of time and mm-hmm. doing, you know, running as fast as you can in whatever any of this means because I feel like I don't really remember what happened since like January 20th, you know, like right. my life has been mostly like Bernie memes and uh, yes. trying to get ready for this trip. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, for like uh, it, it was a little tense there wondering about whether or not we were still going to have a country. Exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> well, we are here. Um, so when we think Republic. about like, <laughs> when we think about men with anger issues, whose mm-hmm. presence, um, you know, like continues to uh, shape everybody else's experience, even when they are not physically present. Yeah, yeah. Um, this season has had two of them. Right. 
Yeah, that's a lot. Oh my goodness. Yeah, my goodness. This yeah, they've been through so much because in this room, you know, when you know the 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 morning they wake up at um, refinery, Justin. Alexander is moving back into the room. So what I right. was wrong last week, right, where I thought the, uh, just Ken was in a room by himself, but I think they separated everyone from Ken and Alexander. And Justin's like, I hope you feel comfortable in here. <laughs> you know, just, you know, just a reminder. Of, this of might be fact. actually a little bit weird with the timing mm-hmm. because I think that what happened on that night is... I think that the night the the night that it occurred Ken was placed in his own room. Yeah. And the others were all together. So we might actually be seeing the footage of them moving into the room. Okay. Here that particular Maybe night that and night. then Oh my gosh. Yeah, and then Ken was eliminated. Ugh. I I don't know. It it uh, or it may be, you know, that there's two conversations cut together. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, yes, they're all knows. talking about Final Seven. Right. Um, you know, uh, Alexander makes a little bit of a joke yeah. to Justin, which is not in such great taste. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, and then we go over to... Um, where the women are. Yeah. Yeah. All of them are, are pretty freaked out by how many people are left in our county episodes, just mm-hmm. like we are. Yeah. <laughs> and they're kind of like, yeah. there's so many of us. And a part of that is because of the Tim Gunn save. So right. I think um, this is sort of a another layer of stress because they're down to the wire, but they know that it's going to get pretty cut throat yeah. um, soon. Yeah. All right. So we go straight to Parsons, and Tim walks in with a special guest. Mm-hmm. Rob, he says LeBrass. I think it's LeBrass. Anyway, Rob LeBrass Brown, who is the senior vice president of HP Worldwide Marketing. I wrote all of that down. And um, because... And, and, no, go ahead. <laughs> and No, and, and clearly HP bought him this suit. Can, like... I, can we talk about the suit? <laughs> like like they bought him this outfit like minutes before he arrived in the room i mean compared to i mean here we have the the v senior vice president of hp worldwide marketing sitting next to tim gunn in a mm-hmm. perfectly tailored uh plaid blazer it i mean mm-hmm. it, it, in him with him and like his collar is is like a foot away from his neck um, he's got a British accent, but that's not enough. That's not saving how ill-fitting yeah. his suit is. And also, there's certain things that look, make it look unfinished. Like it was, they like yanked it out of the tailor's hands, and the tailor was like, "No, no, I'm not finished." And mm-hmm. they just slapped it on him and pushed him into Parsons. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wrote down notes about this, and so glad you brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> But so this is so he's here because this is the HP Intel challenge. And of course, you know, we're on season 12. Um, I don't know how many seasons we've had an HP Intel challenge, but it's sort of gotten enough traction um, that it's almost on par with the avant-garde challenge or Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. unconventional challenge, uh, unconventional material challenge, because the designers are like, oh, my God, I've been waiting for this. 
Because in Project right. Runway lingo, this means it's the textile design challenge. That's what right. this essentially is. Right. Yeah. At least it's it's happened at least since Mondo's okay. season. <gasps> yes. Right. Maybe that's the first. I think that might be the first uh, one. So what is that? Season eight or nine? Yeah. But, okay. Okay. Um, and I've always thought this was an interesting challenge because I don't expect most designers will know how to do this. And we sort of see some people who are very uh, excited. And of course, Dom is excited mm -hmm. about this. Um, she's got a really good eye. And I think I think she actually has a degree in textile design, as I've done my mm -hmm. digging. And, uh, you know, and other people are like, oh, this is great. I don't have to imagine a print. I can actually just make it. And that's sort of the whole, like, we're not here to make friends kind of deal on Project Runway. It's like, oh, I don't have to run my mood and just, like, look for something that's, that approximates my vision. I can create my vision, mm -hmm. um, which is great. So, <laughs> More about that later on. Yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but, but it's, okay. So this is. This is a little, this is a very long commercial for HP. I didn't write down all the names of the exact things they're going to get, but essentially they're going to get a prize. They're going to get some HP computer-like thing. And then they watch um, this HP computer-like thing because the challenge is, is that they will be working with uh, what they call next generation innovators which I guess mm. is like pre-Instagram influencers. So exact, <laughs> like, like HP, you were so close. So close. You're so close. Because <laughs> I saw these things, I was like, wow. And even the, so, okay, it's a very short intro commercial for the actual, I think that they're calling them the next generation innovators. And yes. they actually look like, like a kind of TikTok or Instagram ad especially in pandemic times where a lot of these ads are done remotely and they, you know, you just kind of do a selfie thing. Um, but let's go down the line of who they're profiling. And we have Nigel Sylvester, who is a pro BMX writer, Alana Greenberg, who's a creative director mm -hmm. for a magazine, Tiao Silva, an executive pastry chef, Maria Gonzalez, who's 17 and she, mm. she's a she's a part of Girls Code Club, and she started a nonprofit through that program. Nana Merriweather, who is Miss USA 2012, and a co-founder mm. of a nonprofit that serves Southern Africa. We have Premal Shah, who's a co-founder of Kiva, which was mm -hmm. a one of the first crowdfunding um, uh, yeah, platforms. Yeah, exactly. And also like yeah, but but really more micro loans. Yeah, like a micro lender, but not with not like a loan but i don't think any of the micro lenders are even like real loans like this is sort of like crowdfunding for like a, like a gofundme um but called kiva and then we have ryan mm -hmm. keely who is a writer or, i'm sorry who is an artist designer slash art director cut mm -mm. yeah um, yeah uh yeah so so many things to say we will see them again so uh so i think Naylan, i i hear a little some rumblings and then we'll, <laughs> we will have time for that when we get to their little play dates. Okay, so uh -huh. so it's so funny. So Tim calls out Helen's name. So this is the end of the commercial. Tim calls Helen's name, and Helen perks up like, oh, my God, am I in trouble? But no, it's because she won, so she gets to choose her influencer. I mean, mm -hmm. her innovator first. And so she chooses yeah. Ryan. And yes. then we pull out the illustrious button bag. And here, here's, here we go. We have Kate who chooses Maria, which I was surprised by because we know that her brother is a BMX writer. Why didn't she choose Nigel? 
Next, we have <clears throat> Justin, who chooses Nana Merriweather. Brayden chooses Nigel, the BMX rider. Alexander mm-hmm. chooses Tiago, the chef. Alexandria chooses Alana, um, the developer person. And then we have Dom, who chooses Primal um, by mm-hmm. default. So they get one hour to, to talk with these innovators, to get to know them. And right. the, the, the stipulation, or to be very specific about this, is that they are to serve as the core in, of their inspiration, but they're not going to be their models. They're simply oh, muses. Oh, right. That, so I was going to ask you. So, yeah. so are they their, their client? No. They're, why would you, huh. why would you okay. suspect that? So are, are they their model? Of course not. What huh. are these questions huh. that make sense? So, Why are you... uh, so, so are is the idea that um, they're supposed to collect a series of adjectives uh, that other people have to say about these innovators, and then those will serve as the inspiration? No, that that was that's yogurt. That's only what you only oh, do that with okay. yogurt. That has nothing, Naylan. That has nothing to do with technology. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I I really wish that there that there was like a an accessories maker who made shoehorns, so that they could just call it like the shoehorn challenge. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, because man. once again, it's like, well, don't worry, you don't have to dress these people. They're not your client. They're just sort of your inspiration for yes. the pattern that you're going to make using this technology yep. that's supposed to be about, like, <laughs> oh, my God. Man. Um, so, yeah, this is fun, right? Um, right. Time, like, an hour out of your precious day, and they send them all over the place. Like, I, mm-hmm. one person – so, okay, we have – who is it? Tim calls these their little field trips. Just just to to note, the first little field trip is Brayden. I'm sorry, Justin, who goes to the Miss USA organization to to meet Nana what, Merriweather, mm-hmm. and I guess they spend an hour. I would say that he's probably on the uh like Midtown. It's like Midtown, yeah, yeah. So yeah. he's probably there. That's probably not so far. Yeah, not away. too far. And um, the whole the big takeaway from from here is that Nana Merriweather is wearing an electric blue gown with a deep sweetheart plunging bodice, like, mm-hmm. and she's got her hair all coiffed. And also, she focus she has a, a nonprofit that focuses on children and early education um, initiatives in Southern Africa, where her her mother is from South Africa, and so they started there. And essentially, that's um, that's what we get to learn from her. And Justin's takeaway is. Nana, Nana's passion and love for um, for her work and, and for children and, and doing for others. Um, anything about this one? <laughs> no, it's it all seems kind of bland. Yeah, I would seems say very, very Miss USA. Yeah, very Miss USA. Um, fun fact, she grew up in Potomac, Maryland. I looked her up because she looks like a couple of housewives. And she grew up in Potomac, Maryland. And some of you listeners, if you if you watch Bravo television, uh, she could have been on Real Housewives of Potomac, but she kind of gives me a Cynthia on Atlanta vibe <laughs> and a little bit of Kenya because I think Kenya is a Miss USA also. So it's like, man, like you just probably are too normal for these shows. Um, she seems like a like a like a legit beauty queen. Um, 
And we also have two booty queens on Real Housewives of Potomac. Okay, so let's move on because we're doing Project Runway. So next we go with Kate to see Maria Gonzalez, who is our high school Mm -hmm. um, uh, uh, participant in Girls Who Code. And she made an app to help homeless individuals. Um, I Oh, no. I don't remember the details of her app. I feel really badly. But um, it's it's too it's address it's addressing um, uh, like those who are experiencing homelessness. And she kind of shows right. Kate the code and Kate comes away with wanting to play with binary um, numbers because looking at an app, you would never know how much code goes into it. So I, I want to make a print that sort of from far away looks like a rose, but close up. It's just ones and zeros or something. Yeah, which is demented and really <laughs> has, um, like, uh, like, okay, here's, um, uh, let's talk about helping the homeless. I know. Let's right? talk about like there's like I mean, there's, and that's what she's trying um, to do. She's like, oh, this is such a great opportunity for me, and she seems like someone who's genuinely not. It's not about my face. All of them. Like, it's about what I do. Right. It's what I care about. I, I really am trying to change the world. Right. Well, and also it's like you could ask a question like, okay, so you were in this program. Like, what challenges do you as a – like, I'm a young woman too. Like, what right. challenges do you face in your field? Mm-hmm. Like, what is – how does that make you feel about clothing? Like, is there stu- – like, there there are so many ways that this could go. Yeah. So many and, ways. And and Kate's ideas like Yeah. Yeah. Um I really like the word demented. I I, I agree. Um <laughs> Yeah, there is like a hilarious cutaway when Kate goes like uh for the garment I want to play on the binary code and there's like a cut <laughs> to um her innovator who just is kind of like looks away like <laughs> You know, it, I mean, it's that thing, like, Ernest, when you mentioned that you're a photographer and people really, like, and when people say something like, oh, what kind of film stock do you like? <laughs> or, or, like, that thing of, like... <laughs> or, like, oh, yeah, so, like, what kind of lenses do you use? I'm just like, oh, I just don't really want to talk yeah. about that. Like, yeah, totally right. Oh, man, poor Maria Gonzalez. She's so much better than this. She All right. really yeah. um, Next, we have Brayden, who uh, um, almost, you know, gets parkoured on by a bike from Nigel mm-hmm. Sylvester. So Nigel is our BMX rider. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they dap it up. And um, but Brayden asks him, like, how did you get started? What, what are you how, how did you become interested in this? Sort of like, you know, these great questions. Mm-hmm. And Nigel, I just I just cracked up at at Nigel I, I I think he's great he's like oh I've been doing this since I was 12 because I looked at that on television I was like I want to do that and you know I use anything around me to express myself if I see a rail mm-hmm. if I see some steps if I see a ledge anything horizontal I'm putting my wheels on that and mm-hmm. I just really love this conversation but he tells Brayden so Brayden's like oh I'm thinking about a cityscape in an abstract way and 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 Nigel says that he's he has an idea of seeing himself from a bird's eye view and him just going all over the city, 
all over these horizontal things that he can bike on. And it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, that would be sick, man. And and in thinking about them pre-dating in, uh, in, um, influencers, mm-hmm. I was just like, man, this also predates drones because he's describing drone yes. shots that are everywhere now. And I was like, man, Brandon. Yeah, like, or... Or the way that, like, a, some an app like Google Fit tracks your steps. Yes. And will overlay that on a map. Yeah, yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, like, look at the gesture that he, he makes with his hand as he's, like, laying out, like, oh, there's me, like, moving around the city. Like, yeah. Like, you know, interesting, like, kind of swooping continuous line mm-hmm. yeah just keep that in mind yeah yeah um continuous <laughs> swooping yeah 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 um sort of like you know what a bike looks like or a skateboard looks like going over Kinda arcing shapes horizontal or... surfaces yeah yeah <laughs> all right so next we have alana and i'll just say this is when i started paying attention to the chirons under people's names so alana is our next innovator mm-hmm. and um the chirons are so descriptive because they're getting so much screen time i guess and it's like okay we have to spell out why they are here why are we talking to these strangers right. so Alana's Chiron uh, reads, Alana uses her creativity to advocate social causes. And it doesn't really line up with why she's there. And she's with Alexandria and she opens up with Alexandria. She's like, Alexandria, you're probably wondering where you are. Right. And I don't, I don't, Alexandria looks like a person who, if she wanted to know, she would have asked you. (laughs) So... You know, she's just being nice by nodding along, being like, yeah, where are we? And so it's for her to say, so, you know, this is Barbaloo. It was destroyed in Superstorm Sandy. And mm. so what they're doing is they're helping this bar. She works with a company that I guess I'm, maybe also a magazine because she was introduced as a magazine editor. But she is helping them rehab this bar. And is showing Alexandria renderings of what it's going to look like. They're sitting in um, uh, the actual location in the middle of construction. And um, yeah, I, and she's in Alexandria yeah. is like, oh, okay, all right, this is interesting. But they're, they're it, in South it, Street Seaport. It, it looks to me like when I look at this vision board, I think that she is responsible for coming up with the visual program for the rebuilt um, restaurant. So oh, it looks okay. like she's like designing the me- like redesigning the logo and the menus and some interior wall treatments or stuff. Okay. Okay. Um, and, and laid out on the table in front of them are like copies of like, looks like graphic design quarterly or something like that, okay. which probably have her work in it. Okay. That makes so sense. It, yeah, it's, it's like, uh, this is, uh, bit of a far cry from like helping the homeless i mean but... <laughs> exactly or even our next not to say one that sandy was not it didn't have like a huge impact on people's business and was a immensely important thing and really destroyed a lot of communities but yeah. it's it's a little i mean it, the whole thing is a little bougie and i'll say that i automatically thought since we were coming from uh you know talking to maria gonzalez and 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 even like the the BMX biker, I thought we were in the far Rockaways, which is in terms of like socioeconomic 
um, impact, Sandy really, really did a number on, on the Far Rockaways. And mm-hmm. we're in South Street Seaport, which, um, you know, is very, very expensive real estate. And, and the restaurants that are there, Barbalo is still there. I, I, I went and checked. It's still open, um, you know, doing outdoor seating and takeout and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But it's a more affluent area. And I thought it would be more interesting to see how she was helping rehabilitate the Far Rockaways, but not South Right. Street. Yeah. So, all right. So Alexandria is expi- inspired um, by all the brick they're surrounded by. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I really am like into the walls. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's It really is beautiful. There's so much brick, but I'm like, man, Alexandria, couldn't you take something that's a little less obvious and more about what, more about what Alana is doing? <laughs> yeah. So... All right. Next, we go to Premal, who is the co- is the founder of Kiva, and the, and this is Dom's muse. And so Kiva brought a lot of wonderful photographs. So he's showing Dom images of real um, recipients of their um, their micro lending or their their crowd funding mm-hmm. um, sources, and explains the platform which is you write your story, you share it with others and people are inspired by that. And they will, well, they, you know, that you, they will use your, uh, your story to be inspired to, to fund you. And yeah, he pulled out, he's like, this is Maria from Guatemala. And she started a women's collective that does indigenous designs. And, and this is so-and-so. And it's like going, it's just, it's, it's really like very earnest conversation. Yet another earnest conversation. And um, Dom is mostly taking, from the visuals but also again she's like this is a print challenge and um i am really interested i'm inspired by the bright colors and by the prints that i'm seeing but also uh the connectivity that's happening that this this company is connecting all of these people together in a way and i was like oh that's a great takeaway mm-hmm. oh i'm biased towards dom i saw nothing wrong with this interaction at all was very impressed no i mean he's he's uh, he's clearly like very much a startup bro yes yeah um and but you know that's that's fine it's like his like the deck that he's showing her is like you know is clearly um is is clearly like the deck that he's been showing around to other investors and stuff yeah yeah right and i think it's interesting that it's in the form of these like prints like these small photographs mm-hmm. <laughs> um all right and next we have ryan keeler who is the artist slash art keely slash oh keely sorry ryan keely um his chiron says that he's now a gallery owner mm-hmm. and anyway but th- this is helen's muse and, and why is Ryan here? So Ryan combines painting with new media and technology. Ryan also has a large format printer that made me yeah. instantly jealous because <laughs> yeah. that thing costs a lot of goddamn money. Mm-hmm. And he also like uses a lot of surfboards. There's surfboards everywhere. I mean, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Not to put too fine a point on it, um, Ryan is pretty much as broy as you can get. I mean, uh, please, yes. please, lovely listeners, take a moment to go to ryankeely.com. No! 
He's like the only one I didn't look up. <laughs> oh yeah. And you can and and Edward S, you will particularly no. love the image no. that is that no. is like on his oh, landing no. page. Oh, why did I do that? I just yeah lit. yeah yeah. <sighs> Scroll down Jeez. and and you'll see. Uh... Oh man, I'm really trying not to be mean to this dude. Like, I really <laughs> was like, I'm not gonna look it up because I'm not gonna be mean. Um. Oh yep. no. Man. He's in Marina Del Rey. What? Are you kidding yep. me? I have so many stories about Marina Del Rey. Just saying. Oh, dude. Of course he's in Marina Del Rey. That, I mean, yeah. of course. Yeah. All right. Well, that's, that's he's, expected. He's on, he's on Instagram too. If you, if y'all need to see some great art of naked or, of the, well, like I, they seem to be, utterly naked but we only can verify that they're topless women <laughs> with um with palm trees oh man yeah so thanks for that yeah. extra information Nalen. um it kind okay so i mean i was already instantly not into it when um he was like, yeah, we're going to like make some art today. We're going to take a portrait of you. And then I'm going to just, you know, lay some spray paint out all over it. Yeah. Um, I, ugh, it's, it is, I, I was mostly so taken aback. I wonder if anyone, I mean, you can relate. To, can you relate to this nail? honestly, I thought that printer was such a flex. It made me so angry. <laughs> oh, completely. And also, and, and, and also, um, like, what do you mean? Uh, a do do not spray paint indoors oh <laughs> without a mask, you chumps. <laughs> um, and and also, it's like we get to hear from Helen about how her parents are artists mm -hmm. and how important that is. And, yes, yes. Um, well, you because, know, like he was like, yeah. So like, what I do is like a mixture of photography and abstract expressionism. And it's Helen not, was like, I know that. I know what not, abstract expressionism is. That's not what he does. It's not. No, it's not. No, yeah, listeners, not, no, that's wrong. No, that's yes. not what you do. <laughs> no, it's not abstract. You can't call just like whatever the fuck I do with this <laughs> thing I have in my hand that makes markings on something abstract, abstract expressionism. You just can't. You just can't. Yeah. It's random yeah. markings with a, yeah. with a spray I found, paint. I found it whatever. took too long to try to paint naked ladies by hand. <laughs> So, so I learned that you could take photographs of them. So what he does is he does. He takes a, f a portrait of um, of Helen using mm -hmm. Capture One. I just have to say, like, all these things he has. So expensive programs. So yes. he takes a photo of Helen, prints it out on his really expensive printer, large format. And then um, – but it's on the pre-treated paper that he's already spray-painted on. And then right. he rolls it up and gives it to her. He just made art. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but we also learned that Helen, another reason, maybe, maybe this is a layer behind her, um, her psyche and behind her demeanor and her disposition on the show mm -hmm. is that she, she states that she wants to prove to her parents that she is serious about being a designer. Um, it sounds like her parents were serious painters, but. Um, not necessarily full time, but they, mm -hmm. um, they supported her. They have supported her, and yeah. I, it's interesting that she still thinks that she needs to continue to prove to them that she's doing this. Like she's, 
on the show. I don't know. It's it, it, I thought it was a it was very interesting to hear the type of pressure that she's putting on herself. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Next we have Tiago and Alexander, and we get <laughs> what I call the "I'm confused by this" music, where it's just like, <laughs> I, it's like, it, which I think is. I I just have to say that the this I'm confused by this music sounds like a uh, lounge club music <laughs> where it's do 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 and sometimes it's used for Tim sometimes it's really cute but I think in this moment it definitely is like oh my god like what is this a dessert so Tiago yeah. is why is Tiago here um Tiago has a whole laundry list of achievements and Tiago was named one of Zagat's or Zagat's Zagat's 30 under yeah, 30. Yeah. So he's got some bona fides, bona fides, you know, he's, mm-hmm. he's an executive pastry chef, which, you know, is incredibly difficult. He's a well-skilled person. And, um, Alexander, uh, is going to have a lesson from him. And, and it's not like they're going to make a whole cake. They're just, going to decorate a cake but this seems to really scare the shit out of alexander yeah he's so terrified. alexander now like the first gay man in history to be confused by pastry <laughs> like, maybe that's why like, he was so confused he was like or maybe that was why he was so upset he was like oh no it's going to be broadcast that i'm not i'm not this <laughs> one this is not me and i was hoping that people would just like not know i'm <laughs> <laughs> it, it it is literally like okay here is the baby interaction <laughs> where where like everybody likes cake right like right. just like you know what what did he think that like ken was suddenly going to show up in the restaurant and slap the airbrush <laughs> out of his hand for <laughs> like <laughs> like you would see the fear on his face and it was like alexander how dare you? Look at me. Yeah, I'm going to yeah, do this cake. And yeah. he just pulls out a, a rival cake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need you to step away from the cake right now. <laughs> Look at my eyes. <laughs> Someone get me a cream torch. I don't know. I don't know. I wish I knew pastry, but it's like, get me some icing now. <laughs> and Alexander's like, oh my God, like, what is this for? Who am I? Yeah. I just came here to make clothes, not yeah. do like a cake battle with Ken. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh. everything is laid out for him. Yeah. Like yeah. there's like there's little ornaments, there's like little bits of icing, there's all this stuff and it's like and and the chef is really just going like it's fine. Don't worry. No pressure. Don't no problem. Like <laughs> It's and just... Alexander is like, touches one thing and it's like, I broke it. I broke it. Uh, <laughs> what do I do next? What's happening? Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> like, dude, calm down. I know. He's feeling attacked by this cake. And yeah. by this man who's like, he's just such, such a pleasant person. Um, yeah. All right. So they're done with their little field trips and they're back to uh to parsons and mm-hmm. alexander walks in with his what i call it uh-oh cake he just comes in like look at me i'm i'm holding the cake <laughs> look at his face is just he still looks terrified mm-hmm. um but they're all comparing notes and and sharing stories and alexander's like yeah now it's like show and tell and everyone has these cool things and i brought back this stupid cake 
And I was like, a stupid mm. cake that a Zagat award-winning executive pastry chef helped make, help you make. Yeah. And also, like, have you seen what's in the snack room? I know. Like, <laughs> like anything that's not Cheetos, I'm sure, is completely welcome for all of them. I know. And I'm just like, man, what a great way to, like, indulge in eating your feelings. You're stressed out. Eat that cake. I was. I really want to know if that cake was edible or if it was just like a mock-up. Um, you know, like they oh, gave him like sure a, a mock-up cake. I'm sure it was edible. I would have eaten it. You know, get inspired yeah. by putting that cake inside of your body. Like, eat it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. Um, all right. So Tim comes in and reminds them that this is an HB, HP Intel challenge. Um, mm-hmm. I actually wrote down the names of what they're working on because they're all sketching their prints on NV rogues at their station. And again, you know, the textile has to be inspired by their muses, not their mm-hmm. models. And then once they're done, they're going to send their prints to this place called dynamics that will be uh, manufacturing their designs. And uh, yeah, it seems like people are doing okay. Dom is flying high. Like Dom is just loving it. And mm-hmm. Alexander is trying to pull some influence from the chocolate lacing at the top of the cake, mm-hmm. which I think is nice. I think that's what his like uh, James Beard award winning muse made for him. Mm-hmm. And then we have Kate who is trying to make a floral using again, using binary code and it just doesn't right. look like it's going well. I don't see any ones or zeros. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, and I, I mean, aside from being like a really ridiculous idea, it also doesn't, it, it's also like she's not executing it well. Yeah, she's just also, making flour. I mean, can we talk about like how Helen got from her like bro dude um, <laughs> surfer abstract expressionist to what she decides on as a pattern? Uh, we can, because I don't think we saw her sketch it out during this segment, but we do see it. Am I right? Am I right or, or am I wrong? We, we see we see a bit of it in uh, at 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 one point. OK, OK. Um, yeah, because I and, didn't I didn't write it down. Um, yeah. But do you want to talk I about mean, Braden's can, maybe? We can get to it later on then. Yeah, if we yeah. want it. We can talk about it a little bit fuller. But we, let's talk. Yeah, we can talk about it after. Well, because we do, we do have Brayden, and I want to yeah. hear your thoughts on on Brayden's idea. <laughs> well, um, b- before we get there, I mean, I guess I will go b- go back to um. Uh, oh gosh, um, Helen. Helen, but no, let's... not Helen. Sorry. Um, binary code oh uh kate kate <laughs> we'll just call it binary because it is it is like um come on now like uh, it's interesting when people get this i like really don't know how to make repeating patterns mm-hmm. where they don't really think about like how the tile connects to the next tile or something they just sort of start with a square mm-hmm. and make us like a square drawing not really thinking about the fact that the edges automatically make like a negative shape or something and so like the thing that kate's making is like a really weird um like sort of drawing within a square that yes does not really look like anything no it doesn't the only shape i can make out is this flower 
which mm-hmm. is supposed to be made up of ones and zeros. And it's just a flower. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A, a not very well rendered flower. Yeah. Um, Justin is uh, using a sort of abstracted version of the ASL sign for I love you. Yes. Um, and, and making that the basis for his pattern. Yes. Um, but also doing a whole lot of like overlaid, um, uh, varied opacity, um, symbols. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> and no, then it, we go to, Alex. yeah, I, I will say stuff later. Oh. <laughs> that one. <laughs> oh, do you, do you want to say something about an, yeah, go well, ahead. No, it just looks like it, it was becoming a Rorschach test. That's true. It yes. just kind of had this. It, I, I just, yeah, it just felt like a Rorschach test. So I was like, okay, all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, again, it's one of those things of like, how is this going to look when it all is um, connected up, when all the individual tiles are connected up next to each other? Right. Um, Alexandria. <laughs> She's making some, she says, whitewashed bricks. (laughs) I mean, she took, she took the character of the place that she was sitting in that was all around. And, you know, I don't really know if it's still a thing, but I remember before I moved to New York that exposed brick was such a big deal. And it was just sort of, you know, a status symbol. And it's also, you know, very Mm -hmm. urban. And mm-hmm. she's whitewashing them. You know, she's right. like, I just I just imagine, you know, if I just put white paint all over the bricks and right. I'm making my print of that. Yeah, I it's like I it seemed kind of jarring that they were so brick colored. And so I wonder like what would happen if they were more sort of beige. <laughs> Yeah, what if I like desaturated everything and then just put in some <laughs> r- random black lines? <sighs> oh God! Anyway, this is so. Yeah, that was that was like wow, Alexandria, you're just so consistent. Um, <laughs> and then we have Brayden, mm-hmm. who, who okay, who seemed to be doing some swoop swoop things, but then he it yeah. it, it almost sort of starts looking like a messy check print or like a messy um plaid print yeah what we learn is that brayden has not has never met an experience that he couldn't turn into a plaid like 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 that's basically it (laughs) we'll we'll find out that he's uh (laughs) whatever makes you only see plaid like he's not colorblind but he's like (laughs) shape i don't know (laughs) yeah what he sees is just plaid (laughs) it is it it, yeah it is it is uh it is a dancer i just it's like man the shapes that you're able to make with your body and then the shapes that you're drawn to well but also look at how he dresses yeah oh so much plaid you know so much plaid. Yeah. Well, and his and he is um his surname is McDonald as we're as we're reminded later on. <laughs> well, you know, it's so funny that he would make that reference to like <laughs> food and you made it to a farm. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. unconsciously he really is referencing a farm and not fast food. Yeah, I totally agree. With oh, that. I, I I just meant like Scottish tartan, maybe. Oh, I thought farm. Because <laughs> McDonald. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, I hope I got that song right. All right. So Tim shows up, and they all run over to Mood with their printouts. So they don't have their fabric, yes. but they're taking their their printouts, and they have a suggested budget of one hundred dollars. But mm-hmm. um, it's, it looks like people are going to go over budget because they've got the money. This is the yeah. challenge to not <laughs> go over budget. Kate. Well, well, this is the, the but but also it seems really clear that Tim knows that it, that, you know, probably two people are going to get cut this week. Oh, right. Yes. So Tim is just like, <laughs> spend what you need to spend. Because Brayden's like, oh my god, these zippers are six dollars. Because like Brayden's like, Tim, like I can't believe these zippers are six dollars, and Tim's like, buy them, buy them all, (laughs) (laughs) buy five zippers. Oh man, it just doesn't help because I I think so many people are really just stressed. I think Brayden is incredibly stressed too, and Justin, I wrote down that Justin decides to make a gown. And mm-hmm. just decided, I guess, and you know, you know, Miss USA, of course. And we have Brayden, who, man, is running around, has, and then as backup gets what is called a tube knit, and yes. he's like, "Oh my god, it looks like a worm! I'm gonna get it!" And so, yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's the decision that he he makes. So, um, Kate really wants to make a dress. Yeah, she wants to go back to her roots. She's, She's made too many pants. To- yeah, she's trying to make some separates. Yeah. So um, Swatch is perked up as yeah. they're leaving Mood because they're getting the hell out. <laughs> I, I've never seen Swatch so happy. Yes. It was Swatch it was so is cute. very like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So back to – well, so Tim dismisses them home. They go back to the ref, uh, refinery hotel for the evening. Mm-hmm. Because they have to give the textile company a day to print their stuff. So they well, and of... it's also been a super long day. Oh, oh right. Yes, you're right. <laughs> They've had their little field trips all over the world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then mood after, you know, sketching. Yeah, it's it's been a day. So, oh, yeah, that's actually kind of nice. So by the time they come back to the workroom, all of their textiles are there. And it seems like everyone is very happy. Mm-hmm. This is where I saw Helen's print for the first time. <laughs> and to me, it just looked like she took uh, the shapes from the program that they were given uh-huh. and just placed it around. It looked like large pieces of glitter. Like you took glitter and just enlarged it and then arranged it in a certain way. And I just wrote in my notes, how is this inspired by an artist who uses spray paint indoors and photography? Oh my God. I don't know. It 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 is it's so tight and timid. It's it's like Helen, your tattoos have more graphic uh, impact. Exactly. Than this. And also it's like the color is like really weird I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, cuz it was on sort um, of like a light tan um yeah. background and yeah. I I wasn't sure how that worked, you know, that you yeah. got to specify what your base color was going to be. 
Um, you also you, you it also brings up the thing that happens with every one of these HP with every one of these challenges, which is that there's only a certain kind of fabric that you can get right these patterns printed on right um in these small batches and it's and they're basically like a kind of uh it's not exactly like cotton duck but it is it's pretty oh, stiff yeah i was kind of, yeah i i just i yeah it, it's not yeah that is the extra challenge <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not stretchy at all no. it's pretty it, it's pretty restricted yeah it's kind of heavy um yeah and so there but there is like a i would say um helen has a fit time mm -hmm. where there is a montage of her slowly freaking out and spiraling and then, you know, essentially going to a lot of the designers complaining and and sort of getting out a lot of angst, I guess. And um, we hear T Dom, who I think is her only friend left. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, Dom and Kate are her friends. But Dom's like, look, you need to just do this basic thing of getting something on the mannequin before Tim comes in. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just very basic things like. Get right. something so that Tim can give you some uh, constructive feedback. Right. At, and at this point, like the show is chasing the dragon of emotional crisis. So mm -hmm. since we don't have people like screaming at each other in the workroom anymore, it's like the story has to suddenly become Helen is so emotional and so ready to break down. Right. Right. Yeah. So we get a lot of like her asking the other the other designers for advice or whatever. It's clear that she sort of verbalizes her own insecurities yes. and, and everybody else is kind of over it. Or we get all of these kind of reaction cutaways that are just like enough already. We're done with yeah. you yeah. doing this. Yeah. Um... There is when they're on, when they're unwrapping the their various um fabrics mm -hmm. there is i i love the shot of uh justin dancing with joy <laughs> at his patter there it's so cute he does like a little like claps his hands and like sort of wriggles in happiness is very sweet yeah yeah because i think i i don't know who it was dom or brayden who was like it's like opening up presents on Christmas day or something. Um, yeah. Yeah. And all, I think a lot of them were surprised at how good it looked. And so I, I yeah. was like, okay, this bodes well, because usually I think with this challenge, we do get someone who's like, mm, I don't know, like, oh man, I wish I'd done something differently or this is not what I expected. But even with Helen, yeah. I was surprised. Like she even liked hers, even though she's having a big issue with it. Yeah. So. Dom is yeah. And Dom calls out um, Braden's plaid thing. Yeah, Dom, oh, Dom oh is God. willing to Dom be is willing to do the confessional. Like you have this awesome BMX rider and you come up with a plaid. Yes. I don't like whatever. <laughs> like I can't even with you. I mean, I would have loved for Dom to visit all these people and then just to do her own prints um, <laughs> and being inspired by all these people and then just let everyone have her prints. Mm -hmm. Like just I w that would have been so much better. Mm -hmm. um and so but you know the thing that Braden did that is smart is he made a he made 
something that worked as a pattern. Right, exactly. There's a repeat that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as opposed to Alexander. <laughs> um, who's got like those these swirls, but they definitely have there there is like a square by square and not necessarily mm-hmm. a continuation or or a, a place that they can repeat. That's what I thought was so wonderfully complex about Dom's print. Mm-hmm. Um, so we see her roll it out, you know, during this like, oh, let's open our presents and our gifts. But she's made these lines that kind of converge in potentially a um what do you call it? Like a oh gosh, a chevron, I guess. But mm-hmm. they're mirrored in, um, the, and there's like a series of lines and she's using a lot of magentas and it looks like a deep purple and there are some hearts, but it almost looks as if she had already designed her outfit or figured out this is where the sleeves will go or this mm-hmm. is what I want on the back. We'll see it on the cheat sheet, but um, yes. I just was no, so impressed with what she, she did. She gave herself a, a big repeat. Yeah that um that could work in a number of different ways yes yeah super smart really really smart um yeah and and um to be fair like helen gave herself like a small repeat that is really not clear in terms of how it's actually gonna work with what she's making yeah yeah. um you know and and then and so and and so she's panicked about cutting into it because yeah. it's like once she cuts into it in whatever way, um, there's there's no going back. Like she's not going to get more of this. Yeah. Yeah. So she so she has to sort of decide the right way to treat it. And yeah. so she's that's how she's sort of spiraling into her head. Yeah. I mean, you know? it, it gets her into some trouble because um so it's it's time for Tim to come in, and mm-hmm. um, so she doesn't do what Dom tells her to do, <laughs> do, which is to get something up, and um, and we'll go through all of this with with Tim, and I I do think that he goes to um, like his her meeting with Tim I think is very significant, and also forces Tim to put on his like uh, mm-hmm. his his very teachery hat, which I really appreciate yes. it seeing here. Like, how do you solve this problem of Mm -hmm. a student who's spiraling and who you know is capable of doing something and she's stuck? So, um, all right. So Tim comes in and asks how everyone is and everyone's just like, he's like, oh, my God, (laughs) this doesn't sound good. Tim Tim is doing a lot of like, this is this is super quiet. This 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 group is really quiet this Mm -hmm. year. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, yeah, it's like the other our other alternatives are everybody like throwing things at yeah they're each at other. each other's necks you know like yeah someone... no, and going to get production exactly <laughs> so um so the first person up with tim is dom mm-hmm. and she gives him the premise of her design and and her inspiration how she's drawing inspiration from primal's mm-hmm. group kiva and how she's playing with lines and interconnection and there's a lot of different shapes going on. Tim loves the print. And mm-hmm. I, and there's this one, there's this moment where, so she has stuff on her mannequin and she's deciding on whether she should use sleeves. And she puts a sleeve, like a mock-up of a sleeve on there. And Tim does this thing where he turns sideways, where he's not looking at her. He goes, now that I've seen it with a sleeve, I can't see without one. 
It's almost like he has this this very strong reaction mm-hmm. to the sleeve. And I think he, I, I was wondering if he was trying to visualize it without it. He's like, no, I think so. I feel so strongly about this mm-hmm. dress having sleeves now. Um, I just like that. I like that interaction a lot. Well, and it also goes to the thing that we were saying before about Dom being a total pro. Oh, yeah. Because it's like, what has Dom done here? She basically has like, you know, she was the last, wasn't she the last person picked? Yeah. She didn't even get to pick. Yeah. She just she didn't get to pick. She someone. just got matched up with this person. Yeah. She listened to what it is that they do mm-hmm. and then, um, you know, found the way it could work with what she likes to do. Right. And then um, didn't discount what the person does, found the way to make those two stories the same story. Yeah. And to communicate that really clearly to Tim. And that's like, that's kind of her MO throughout the season. Like, she's super good at condensing, like, like combining her skill set with the story that she wants to tell the client or, or the judges. Yes, totally agree. Yeah. Um, All right. Next, we have Brayden. Mm -hmm. And Tim also likes this print. Mm-hmm. And is asking the the issue here is how is he going to use it, and so mm-hmm. the conversation is mostly about placement. And <laughs> Brayden does this thing where he's like, "So this thing will be on the bodice thing, blah blah blah. Imagine that, and then I'm going to have a skirt that uh, mm-hmm. here." And and Tim is like, "So how far down is that skirt going to go?" And Brayden goes all the way down to the ground. And Tim is like, "I am perplexed. I don't right. get it. I don't. What are you doing?" And, mm-hmm. and um and it's it's again a very visceral reaction to an idea mm-hmm. that he's going to use this uh very heavy weighted fabric to make a floor length skirt. Mm-hmm. So so yeah. Then we have um Kate, who's making gussets. Right. So this is the word that I was searching for. I don't know if I don't know if you remember, but this is. I think there's another word for it, but um, but Samelia knows all these terms, and mm-hmm. so, so she would handle all of these. Um, well, would, would tell me what these are, and usually you put gussets, and they're like inverted into the uh-huh. garment. And instead, um, what Kate is doing is using them as embellishments and flourishments for the outside of a skirt. And right. she's pleating them, and she describes it as a starburst pleat. But most of what we're seeing is not the print. I don't even know what her print looks like. <laughs> yeah, it's like her so... print seems to be like this super pale blue. Yeah. On white, like Very white pale. on pale blue yes. background, and it and it's there on the skirt, but it's like it has nothing to do with all of these like chiffon gussets that she's inserting into the skirt. Mm-hmm. I mean, regardless of what you feel about that. Um, but it, it all just seems like a really weird um, mess all in all. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Tim kind of just like lets her be. I know. I, I thought that was kind of a mistake. I think, mm-hmm. who, I think someone said something afterward. It was, that was kind of snarky, but um, I, I don't know. Kate does this retro thing. And to me, this felt sort of like a saloon, a saloon reference. And it's always mm-hmm. very surprising to me 
where she goes with her her takes on things or or just sort of where she draws inspiration. She's like, oh, we're going to have like a writing party or I hope we are designing for a garden party or I hope we're doing like a tea party. Is this like where what party is this person going to <laughs> where she has gussets on the outside of her skirt? It was interesting. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. So next we have Justin and um, and Justin explains um, the the inspiration for his print, which is, uh, you know, the, mm-hmm. the ASL sign for I love you and that the print will be on the bodice and that he's making a gown. Mm-hmm. Um, but all he has is the bodice. And I do think that all Tim says is keep the curves going because, right, because they're interesting. He, well, and also he has this thing where he, he does this thing where he kind of knows how to shape a bodice, but doesn't really think about like the skirt Mm-hmm. And so he's kind of has the stiff fabric of, of the print shaping the, the bodice. Then it gets to just below the hip mm-hmm. or maybe just right at the hip and it just cuts off. Right. And Tim is like, what are you going to do there? Like, like everything else you've got is really curvy. And, um, and you know, there's a potential in Justin's, um, print for it to be kind of, um, uh, you know, uh, like a weird kind of overlapping butterfly print or, Mm -hmm. you know, a a sort of like Alexander McQueeny type eccentric print. That's kind of what he's got going on the bodice. Yeah. But the fact that it just sort of stops, yeah. Um is is really a problem. Yeah, yeah. Oh. All right. So next we have Helen. And Helen again, see she's still spiraling, nothing to show Tim. Mm-hmm. Is it says like I don't do prints. That's essentially what she tells Tim. And um Tim is like is this just intimidating to you because it's a print? <laughs> What Mm -hmm. is Tim kind of gives her a one over? Like, what's going on? This is a print you have to work with. Why are you crying? There's nothing you can do to change this. The challenge is you have to use this print. So how are you going to do it? Let's let's move forward with with that premise. We all agree at this foundation for the challenge and move on. And um, yeah, yeah. Tim says, this is a statement of fact. Here you are (laughs) on Project Runway. This is the challenge. Use a print. Here is the print you're going to use. How are you going to use it? (laughs) Like, like all of your dithering about whether or not to cut into it isn't going to mean anything. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it's really because what he what he says to her. Let me see. I wrote this down where. he looks at the mannequin, looks at her, her dress form and says, what you have to do is fit the print where the seams are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was very basic. It's like you have seams because she did. She had something on there and or maybe like like a mock up on, on, on the, uh, the mannequin. And he was like, mm-hmm. you see where those are? You just kind of piece it together according to where mm-hmm. you put the seams already. So, Yeah. I mean, and she didn't do herself any favors with this crazy print. Like she could have taken any number of of bits of inspiration from 
um, her artist bro. I mean, she really could have done something that, I mean, if you really know abstract expression and, or if you just, there's literally, isn't there literally like a spray paint yes. brush yes, there in is. Photoshop there that is. you could just like make some like swirly spray painted I know. shapes with? She could have done something very random and very all over yeah. the place. And she's like, this guy does graffiti. So I just graffiti yeah. this. Yeah, you know, that's that's all. Man, Helen, um, all in her head. Yeah. All right. Next, we have Alexandria. And I just said, like, Alexandria is making another wrap skirt. And oh my God, she's like and Tim. It's so interesting because she's got a lot going on on this uh, muslin. There's there's like a drawstring at the bottom. Yes. I don't yeah. know. What's happening. Yes. It's like a crop top that's also asymmetrical. So it's like you're showing just like your left rib. That's it. Yeah. It's like I'm showing off my left rib and the rest of my body is totally covered. <laughs> she has also managed to make like the ugliest effing pattern. I mean, what is this pattern? Talk about very desaturated. I, yeah. I thought I thought Kate's was desaturated in terms of that blue, yeah. almost not there. And this brick, almost not there. It doesn't even look like brick. It just looks like I don't know. Like it, it just looks like uh, you know very narrow squares aligned around in a circle. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. But Tim tells her here. Um, listen, you've got a lot going on up top. You can only, you only have time to spend a lot of time on one thing. So choose the jacket, the ugly jacket, or choose the ugly shirt underneath the ugly jacket. But you can't, yeah. you can't just do a bunch of stuff to both. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The work has to go into one or the other. Yeah. Cause she already has that skirt and there's nothing they're going to yeah. do with it. That's where the print's going to go. Yeah. So next is then Alexander. What are your thoughts on this? <laughs> what do you think? Oh, oh, you're gonna ask my thoughts on it? Yeah, I I heard you. I mean, I feel like you really want to get into. It. I'm like, I want to hear what you have to say. <laughs> I mean, so the the smart thing that Alexander is doing is that he is acknowledging that it is a stiff fabric without much flow. So he's making a very structured he's proposing like a very structured dress mm -hmm. with dolman sleeves and if and if you're going to work with this fabric like all the way through mm -hmm. then uh, then i also agree you don't want it to be a long skirt like it would look like terrible if there was a long skirt yeah. so so this you know it doesn't it it's not a long dress um you know tim uh says well it, it looks very clerical and and i don't know if this is be, because of the way that the print came off of the bolt because i do not think i i can't tell if this is appliqued or not hmm. but alexander has these uh these big white stripes as sort of like the accent yeah right I mean, and and fair enough, like, who knows? He might have looked at his at his fabric and gone, oh, my God, this is this is going to look like weird 50s cocktail dress. If it's all just these sort of brown swirls, I have to do something to 
um, A, I have to do something where I'm piecing it together, but also I have to do something that is something like that, that pulls attention away from that. And he, and the only other fabric he had was like the muslin that they all have. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so he, he laid that over into strips, but, um, you know, it becomes this thing of like, okay, well, it looks like a kind of priest outfit. <laughs> you know, it looks like clerical robes because there's a big giant cross in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Alexander decides, well, the only way that I'm going to deal with that is um, my last name is Pope. So I'm I'm going to lean into it. I'm going to lean into the clerical thing. <laughs> you know and it's like oh all right i i thought that um i mean we'll get into this with the with the i guess when we get to the critique mm-hmm. but that's his decision he's not gonna he's not gonna edit that or change that in any way and it is hilarious like if he had made if he had cut just like a square of that brown material and put it at the intersection of those white lines. Mm-hmm. Problem solved. Man, I, gosh. So but what I, do you think? I mean, I think that would solve the graphic issue, but I just felt like Alexander just can't help himself. Like it's just, mm-hmm. it's like when you say like, Oh, I want to put something there. I'm like, he, he always is doing that. Like it needs something. And I'm going to, cause I actually was thinking of if he had used something that was closer to Brown as, as that cross color. But I really, I just thought, is this panic? This looks like panic to me. Mm-hmm. And um, he said, he has said like, Oh, it's something I've played with before, you know, because of my last name, Pope. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, so you're, rev- I think you're reverting back to something that gives you comfort, even though it makes no sense. <laughs> it right. No right. Sense whatsoever. But Alexander right. is very stubborn. And uh, I, I'm like, so you mean in terms of, so instead of having it overlay on top of the print, instead of having this, this white or maybe this like Muslim material, then actually stitching that together so that it's, essentially four pieces is that what you mean no i mean like if you if you look at the like the problem is that it makes this big cross right so it wouldn't do that if you just like stitched another square of material right at the intersection of those two yeah 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 right or even you know um yeah no i (laughs) no, i think that works but he wanted the cross. It wouldn't make it a cross then. And I think yeah. in a way that's 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 yeah. solving the problem, but uh, yeah, he just can't help himself. Yeah, um, or or I agree with you, like any other color in there mm-hmm. would be preferable. I mean, maybe not yellow. But, I was I would but, go with brown. I I I feel like Yeah. There's such a richness to that color, but yeah. Yeah, if you even if you brought even if you bought like brown um velvet banding. Mm. Right? And make it out make make that cross shape out of that. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. 
Oh, Alexander. Um, yeah. So, so Tim leaves them with these words. Um, you are all overthinking it. Go with your viscera. <laughs> That's why it's there. Um, God yeah. bless you, Tim, for not being for for trying to be earthy and <laughs> and landing on viscera instead of guts. Like, I love it. It's like no, uh, Tim wouldn't say gut. Yeah, yeah. Tim Tim, Tim is constitutionally incapable of saying the no, word. No, he's gut. going with something that's got a, a, a you know roots in Latin. <laughs> <laughs> very complicated spelling yeah um so yeah all right so 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 tim leaves them to make their changes uh helen finally cuts into her fabric and mm. brayden decides to take the tube fabric that i thought was just a throwaway and just cuts it puts it on his mannequin and and that's there yeah and uh i i think this is where Brayden walks over to Alexander just to kind of clarify clerical, like clarify <laughs> what's happening. And it gets worse with Alexander because there is this flop of extra um, parts of the cross. So like the cross yeah. is, you know, the top is kind of cut off. It looks like it's cut off by the neckline, but no, he wants the top to continue onto his model's neck. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like what's happening here? And this is where uh, Brayden is like, listen, just because your last name is Pope doesn't mean you have to make priest outfits. I mean, my right. last name is McDonald's, but you're not going to see me make garments out of French fries. But I was like, well, why not? Because mm -hmm. McDonald's French fries <laughs> never go bad. I'm pretty sure they have a different life as fabric somewhere. It's not exactly food. Well, you don't make now, now, now. You don't make <laughs> it out of French fries because what did we learn about the um about the unconventional materials challenge it doesn't cover enough but long and, long and thin things sure not you're right never mind <laughs> <laughs> so so let's not do the french fries let's do the hamburger buns that's also oh, yeah. not food yeah. nuggets yeah nuggets yeah you can use yeah. anything you want anything because yeah, that stuff thing out of the out of nuggets yeah every all the food you get from mcdonald's is actually timeless so just use all of it okay. I'm not going to lie. I tried to get those KFC branded Crocs. Because <laughs> I thought wait. they were hilarious. Wait. 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 There. There's. Sorry. <laughs> Dylan. <laughs> no. Finally broke her nose. <laughs> Did wait, you look them up? Wait, no, I can't look them up. I'm laughing too. <laughs> I can't. I don't want to look them up because what's in my head is so funny. <laughs> wait. Oh, man. Okay, there's no chicken in these Crocs, right? It's not made of, like, chicken. It's uh, they actually oh. like <laughs> No. Can I, I mean, can I... Uh, I can I can put you I can put the link in the chat. Please put the link. I also love that it was hard for you to find them and that you're really hunting them down. <laughs> oh, they're sold out. No, 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 no. They they sold out as soon as they were announced. Oh my gosh, is this something that what's his face that um the the kid who is like the the like the 
I don't know, has had the all time record of a, a song on um, on the billboards. Did did he design that? Was that a collaboration? No, never mind. No, that's something mm. different. Oh no. no. Okay, never mind. That I think that's Popeyes. <laughs> Sorry, that's another chicken company. <laughs> that's another chicken company. Oh man, I think I get Popeyes thinking, Crocs. You're thinking Lil Nas X. Yeah, yeah, Lil Nas X. Didn't I mean embarrassingly enough that I know that and you don't? I know. But... <laughs> I I sort of knew, just not the name. <laughs> I mm-hmm. can picture his mm-hmm. face. Oh man, no! But I think he I, he collaborate with with Popeyes. I think that's the other one. Whoops! Oh my gosh, that really took me. Um, I'm I'm <laughs> God. That's so funny. All right. All right. Well, I will. Um, I will. Uh, I can't bring up the chat right now for some reason, but I will. I will send you the link to these. Please do. Yeah. All right. Wiping the tears from my eyes. All right, next we have the models. I <laughs> didn't find my notes. Okay, the models are coming in. Uh-huh. And uh, I just had this, I noted that Justin made a very beautiful corset mm-hmm. for his model. And it. I wanted that to be the outside of the garment. It looked very futuristic, mm-hmm. very architectural, whatever that means. Um, but I was like, man, Justin can make a corset. Yeah. We also we also catch um, uh, Alexandria in a lie. <gasps> what was the lie? Oh no! Um, you can see her looking at the skirt on the model and saying it's cute. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know she's this. This is. This is who she is, Naylin. She's not like we have to accept that this is who Alexandria is. She mm. thinks that skirt looks good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she does. <laughs> I feel I, I I I feel I I believe her. She's telling me who she is, and I'm believing her. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um. Let's see here. Oh, Helen is describing her dress to the model because there's nothing there. Right. And uh, and Kate is mostly worried about the waistline, not the entire outfit. Yeah. So it she's... is. It is. It it is cuckoo bananas <laughs> over in so Cape bad. Town. And so then, after the models leave, uh, we do have this time. Um, in the back with Alexandria and Alexander talking about smack Helen. talking mad, mad smack, smack. <laughs> about Helen. And it is, it's really like, um, uh, this is where, sort of where I remembered. I, I, I was like, why do I have such a strong impression of Alexandria as the villain of this um season because mm. it's not like she's been like so particularly present in earlier episodes and i was like oh yeah it's around this hmm. she goes off on this whole thing about like oh yeah helen it's such a bit it's everything is so much drama like and then she'll get up there and she'll get on the runway and she'll cry and they'll give it to her anyway they won't they won't cut her um and what's that about what's the crying why do people have to cry all the time yeah. it's like 
<laughs> I mean, she wasn't wrong when she said that Helen had the easiest inspiration. She's like, you had an artist. You had yeah. an artist as your inspiration. It's like the easiest yeah. thing. Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. But it's yeah. just like, it's it's the, it, it's the, um, the level of uh, underlying bitterness hmm. that kind of, I think, doesn't get expressed so much because, um, Vic, you know, Alexandria has not gotten so much screen time. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, totally agree. You know, then they'll feel sorry for her and regardless of it being done or not, then they'll let her stay because she cried. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and man, yeah, and Alexander's sort of sitting there going like, "I could have sat at any other table and eaten my stuff." <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, is making the like sort of polite agreement, yeah, uh, uh, you know, uh, noises, but that also must have him a little bit. how am I going to look on this season? I'm all, I'm, they've already got footage of me like knocking the iron off of the board with Ken. Right. Like and now I'm stuck here, like having to agree. With yeah. It's just like, I'm, I'm you know, in Alexander's words. Like I'm hanging by a thread. Like I'm yeah, trying not. Exactly. <laughs> I have not a lot going on right now. So to be very careful. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so, so I think that closes out that day. And the next day is runway day. And they're, of course, like very nervous. And Alexander is internally vomiting. <laughs> mm. And um, we have Helen, who's, you know, who is dry eyed and seems pretty focused. And she's making a concerted effort to make a crop top with a full length skirt. Mm-hmm. Right. She sort of decides to that. Um to scrap the idea of it being a full dress yes. and turn into two pieces. Yeah. Um, so she has some stuff done. Um, yeah. I don't know anything about this moment before Tim takes them onto the runway. <laughs> There's not a whole lot. They're kind of like running around. They're mm-hmm. all, but you know, but it's not as brutal as it has been in some of the, um, the, earlier ones yeah there's like a a little like weird thing where i think dom is kind of teasing helen about like how sort of conservative the dress is or Mm -hmm. conservative the thing is that she's making and and helen's being like yeah you know it you know it's it's unusual for me because it's not so wild or you know i'm i or or what does she does she say something like i'm i'm uh, oh, I think is it the Courtney Love? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, because I I actually was thinking more like Gwen Stefani, <laughs> but also that it's right. sort of Helen's aesthetic. Because I just didn't think this was that different than all the other dresses that she's made. No, it completely is. But I think that Helen, I, I what is I can't remember what it is, but Helen says something like, you know, people look at me and they think I'm this way, and oh, I'm, yeah. I'm actually I'm like some other way that she's more conservative than she looks probably. Yeah. And, and, uh, and Dom is like, I don't know. It's kind of, that's kind of a Courtney love thing. And, and Helen scoffs and, 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 and Dom's like, well, in like in a kind of a cocaine way, I'm like, 
And I love wrong, how Helen is wrong drug for Courtney Love. I know, but yeah, sure. Like, but at least it was like you know, like I thought that even uh, re- referencing the drugs was like Helen clutched her pearls, and I was like, wow, mm. this is so interesting. Because I yeah. I would take that as a compliment. Um, yeah. But anyway, yeah, yeah. Oh, there is a there is a moment with Scott Patrick and and Brayden. I don't know if you got uh-huh. that one in hair and makeup where I think Brayden goes, Oh my gosh, I'm loving it. And then Scott Patrick goes, and I'm loving you. It was, <laughs> <laughs> it was so sweet. Yeah. So, little, yeah. little, little flirtation going on. Yeah, that's great. All right. So um, then before the runway, Tim comes in and then announces something else that, their muses will be sitting with them on the runway. So right. they're going to be in the room. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which so I was like, like, oh no. After telling you that you didn't have to think about them or didn't, or like it wasn't directly about them. Um, it's like, here they are. Surprise. I know. I mean, mm. I would have loved to have been one of these little innovators, but I don't, I don't know. Like, put me in a green room so I can watch it on the monitor or something. I don't want to film. I just, I don't know. I don't. It's it's interesting, but um, yeah. So they, I feel like this is a prize in being chosen as an innovator. You get to be on the show a lot. Well, and also, don't they say that the innovator, like, like that the innovator who's paired with the winning designer also gets like an HP suite of something. Yeah, yeah, a lot of equipment. But yeah. they even if they don't win, they get stuff. So when they do go on the runway, they're sitting next to their influ- um, next to their muses, next to their innovators. And Heidi joins them, um, actually wearing a really nice high-low printed top. And mm-hmm. um, she says the, the, all of the muses will get a prize no matter what. And it's some kind of HP computer. Didn't write the oh, name okay. down. But there is a, there's a moment where she's like, you guys are all getting things. And they're just like, oh, murmur, murmur, great, murmur, murmur. Oh, my God, murmur, murmur, watermelon, hopscotch, hopscotch, watermelon. So um, anyway, so then mm-hmm. Heidi is introducing the normie judges. We have Zach Posen, Nina Garcia. And then we also have a guest judge, Peter Som, who is a mm-hmm. fashion designer. And I looked up. Peter Som's website trying to do a little bit of research about whether or not he's known for prints, but no, I got sucked into his lifestyle website. He's just got so many brands going on. I oh, spent really? Way too, way too much time on this website that had nothing to do with fashion. Trying, like, I was just so confused by this, but I, I don't think he's a print heavy designer, so he's just there. Um, mm. Yes. <laughs> do you know Peter Som? Nope. Okay. Seems yeah. like a nice guy from at least from this. Yeah, really, but, really yeah. interesting person. Yeah. All right. So listeners, this is where you can pull up the cheat sheet and you'll find that link runway. in the show notes. All right. So um yeah, let's get to the First runway. up is Brayden. Brayden. What do you think? I actually was pleasantly surprised at how this print looked on clothes. It looked less plaid to me. And mm-hmm. I actually do like that he made this bomber jacket. I wish that he had made something more inspired by a BMX rider or something that, because I, I, I would say like bomber jacket is pretty much a streetwear thing, but aviator influenced. And I don't know, you can make the stretch and be like, oh, it's like he's flying. He's like a modern day flyer. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But um, I thought that the the tube dress underneath looked really nice on his model 
but mm-hmm. was just very much kind of like, oh, you you wear that. You, go yes. ahead, wear that model. Yeah, with it's. Know. I mean, and this is the this is the model that Alexandria failed. So oh yeah, yeah, abysmally before. But she does look her. she does look fabulous. She looks great. Yeah, just like you you wear that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Also, our we we have to note that our um, our uh, our our model who was suffering under the curse of the designers is no longer with us. Yeah, I think she's no longer. She really is no longer with us. She she was released into a, into a world where she no longer was subjected to like demented design decisions. Yeah, yeah. But she's still cursed. So, <laughs> wherever she is, she's ruining the life of someone else. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we hope not. We love you. She's sweet. She's very yeah. sweet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, next is Justin. And mm-hmm. I saw this come out. And it's a gown, of course, you know, because he was making a gown. And his muse, uh, Nana, was just like, oh, my God. It. And I was like, of course you would love it. You're a pageant queen. Right. So I I was I thought the bodice was so great, but then again, like and the skirt was just there. Yeah. Such drab colors. Yeah, and it it all really falls apart at the at on the on on the back side. Yeah, yeah it really does. Yeah, I have nothing else to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's it is it's not good. I mean, the judges get into it, but but we we will leave that. Yeah. Next, speaking we have of Kate, not good. Yeah, you know, okay, because I paused it to see Kate's because uh, you know before they intro the model on the scrim, they overlay it with the design of the print, mm-hmm. and this was the first time I ever saw Kate's print, and um, it's not terrible, but it also is not binary it has nothing to do with coding yeah um it's just flowers and and blue but anyway um so so we have kate and i wrote down the word confusing and i think i think kate's muse was confused and peter Psalm looked confused yes yeah so yeah yeah and and she has it styled with this weird leather belt. It doesn't fit the model. It's too big. Yeah, that is. So the overall effect is like sort of cowgirl. Yeah. Um, but also like these weird taupe shoes. Yeah. I think like, just because they're in. Yeah, this is not the modern Southern woman here. N- no. Also, again... The belt that she's using doesn't fit the model. The model is on the last notch, and it's hanging yeah. off. <laughs> it's hanging off of her body. It's just, just yeah, yeah. unfortunate. There's no need to have that, and it's like you could. I don't know. This sort of reminds me of the what she made for the shoe challenge, where it wasn't well made at all, but it 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 was very interesting because the mm-hmm. the top the the neck here so it's sort of like a chiffon or maybe organza button down which looks very difficult to make there are so many mistakes in this top yeah. and it also looks like the neck hole she made was also too small for the model like she's choking mm-hmm. the model um but again yeah, it's her using fabric that's unfortunate yeah there's a completely weird gap with the length of it yeah like both in the front and the back 
Yeah. yeah. No, it's a mess. All right. Next, we have Alexander. <laughs> Alexander Pope. And I just wrote, oh, no, brown shoes. I don't know why, but the brown <laughs> shoes with this really upset me. Cause I, and, and I think this is where I thought you could have used that brown someplace else. Um, I, 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 I will say this, that the brown shoes have a black stripe up the center mm-hmm. and a black heel. Oh. And if and if if Alexander had done that with the fabric like like with his cross shape, mm-hmm. if that had been black, yeah. Automatically a thousand times better. Much better dress. Yeah. Poor Alexander. I mean the cutout in the back is cute. Yeah. You know, it's unfortunate because I think it's I I like the sleeves. I like the the dolman sleeves. I think mm-hmm. that's a really cool gesture. But it's yeah, I I just graphically it's such a it's a not great. Yeah. Okay, talking about graphic greatness. Mm-hmm. Next is Dom. Mm-hmm. I love this print so much, mm-hmm. and. You know, I, I I thought that Justin had a Rorschach feel. This also has a Rorschach feel to me. Mm-hmm. And um, I also, uh, rem- this reminded me that, so these days, Dom, so, I you know, Dom, I, I don't think has ever done a line on her own or or anything that is uh, exclusive to a, um, a design house type of deal. But she is a painter and on her Instagram, she'll post these beautiful paintings that she makes. And I've seen mm. people in her comments go, oh, my God, did you do this? And she's like, yeah, I paint. And this remind this I thought about this. And I was like, I, in terms of just how she's using these different lines to do different things on these levels, that there's something going on with these chevrons that's very interesting and appealing. And it's not just these lines. Uh, she's doing mm-hmm. something very different to the the thickness and there's curves and there's hard edges. I just, I just thought it was great. <laughs> it's a really yeah. a great dress too. Yeah. I mean, proof that you don't have to do a lot. Yes. No. You know, like in terms of, in terms of what she put into the print, it's not a lot of elaborate drawing. No, it's not. It really isn't. It's very smart is yeah. what it is. Smart and efficient. Yeah. Um, all right. Anything else before we move on to <laughs> no, Alexandria? No, I'm just like scrolling ahead. Okay. Alexandria's next. And I just wrote, it looks like this garment was destroyed by a superstorm, Sandy. Like it was a whole flag. <laughs> like it was a flag waving above some restaurant, um, in Far Rockaway or South Street Seaport, but the wind and the rain got it. And then, you know, alligator monsters crawled out of the subway or out of the Hudson River and chewed the edges off. It's it's a little bit like Alexandria decided, like, tailoring is for crybabies. <laughs> like, what is this with these, like, with this pressing and hemming and yeah, <laughs> finishing? What, what are, yeah. what, who do you think you are? Like, what is that? Like this weird <laughs> leather wraparound top that she came up with and when you try to see what it's doing in the back it doesn't make any sense oh my god it 
it is it's so bad it's really it's bad. so bad and the pattern is is like ludicrous i mean you know i'm starting to get angry the more i notice that whatever goes on the top never touches a waist or mm-hmm. never touches you know a hip bone everything she makes for the top usually is yeah. too short who is wearing that yeah it doesn't i mean sure i guess you know i i get it it's it's there is an undershirt to it but it i don't know like she just has a thing about jackets not going all the way down and she's a tall yeah. person and maybe yeah. this is how she use she's used to wearing clothes because maybe she's never you know grew up not being able to find clothes that fit and she's mm-hmm. like well th- this is just how clothes are supposed to go they're not supposed to mm-hmm. go below your belly button they're always above your belly button i'm like oh man if you were not such such a tall person and maybe you would have experienced clothes a different way I don't yeah. know, i'm just trying to find a reason why so yeah mm. all right next we have helen mm-hmm. and helen's talking about how you know again like she's not uh into prints and this reminded me of her lace fiasco uh, with mm-hmm. the, the Belk challenge yeah, um, where we saw her struggle with that. And, um, and again, I, I was like, I think this dress is very similar to that dress. I think the print has nothing to do with the challenge and the silhouette. We've seen it already. Um, her muse was like, yeah, you did great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay. Anything else? No words. I, I mean, I, I really, um, I really don't like Helen's thing, but you know, that's, that's enough to say, (laughs) um, because what happens next is they, we go to judging, they all line up and Heidi, calls out Alexandria and then announces that she's safe. Her chewed up outfit is safe. And I'm like, what the F? Like, like, come on. And she's the only one who's safe because we're down to seven. Seven, right. And I, yeah, I I was like, how? (laughs) Yeah, yes. How? I'm I'm confused. I'm confused. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so that means uh, Alexandria will be with us next next episode. Mm. And so we have left Dom, Justin, Brayden, um, Alexander, and mm-hmm. Helen. And, uh, yeah, I okay. So I guess she's gone. Let's get to judging. Mm-hmm. The first person we, we speak with is Dom. And... Mm-hmm. Dom is so excited about her outfit and also explaining Primal's company. And yeah. again, does it so well, very succinct, and ties it in with her design. Mm-hmm. Great. It's great. Uh, and I would say that the I feel like the trope in Project Runway usually is if if there is someone who has a strength and we know of that strength, and then there is a there is a challenge built around that. There's all mm. of this angst within them, like, oh my god, I feel so much pressure because this is my challenge. I just, right. ugh, they're going, they're expecting so much from me. And Nina Garcia points that out. She's like, this was a challenge made for you because mm-hmm. you love color and prints, and 
I loved everything about it. I mean, but we didn't even hear that from Dom. Dom was just like, I just do what I do. I'm doing mm. what I do. <laughs> Making right. his print. Um, yeah. What did you think about this response? Um, they, you know, they're over the moon about it and they're right. It's like, it's really, it is really strong. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, it's in the same way that I, uh, was remarking on how I had such a strong impression of Alexandria's, mm-hmm. um, ir- irritability when I think, when I thought about the season and how much I had sort of forgotten about it, um, you know, this is the Dom that I think you um, really responded to and think like when you think of this yeah. as Dom season, it's sort of like, yeah, this is where it's happening. Yeah. Because there's there's like Dom has been sort of safe or in the background for a lot of this season. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the season. And I think there are are I don't you know I I want to think about why this is the transition and if it is because there are so little designer uh so yeah so few designers left that she's being noticed but no I I just think that she's been getting stronger and has been kind of floundering around trying to figure out how do I do this and this is just Mm -hmm. what has happened um yeah um ready for Justin (laughs) Mm mm-hmm yeah, Justin's next and talks about the abstract inspiration behind the sign for I love you and mm-hmm. how he was inspired mostly around emotion and his reactions to Nani, uh, Nana Merriweather. Yeah. And um, Heidi has a very strong reaction to this. She's like, it's not easy to look at. And mm-hmm. I'll say that Sam describes it as a depressed dress that needs a little therapy. Yeah. And also describes it as a pageant dress. And I'm just like, well, yeah, uh, you guys gave him a pageant queen. <laughs> so, um, I think that's the least of his, of his yeah. problems here is that it looks like a pageant dress. It's not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. I mean, he, he should have like, you know, been able to pivot in the middle and go like, I want to make this long, but it doesn't make any sense to make it long. Yeah. And, you know, he decided to make it long by attaching this sheer fabric. And it's just like, it's too big of a difference between these two fabrics to actually have it work. And when you look at the back and the way that how, how awkwardly the sheer stuff is attached Mm -hmm. or it, or, you know, I was going to say integrated, but it's not really integrated with the, with the fabric of the print. It's just like, this is just rough. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Cause you can see the print where the print stops underneath it. Um, yeah. So it's, it's a lot. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, next we have Brayden and here it's, everyone loves it. Everyone who mm-hmm. also loves the dress, the 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 two dress. Um, I think I think his model's name is Yaya. Um, and mm-hmm. they make her take the jacket off, and they're just like, "Ugh, the dress is sick. That dress is sick." And um, Nina Garcia loves the print. She's like, "If this print were music, it would be jazz." And I think mm-hmm. someone wrote that for her. Uh, that doesn't sound like a Nina Garcia thing to say. I feel like someone yeah. planted that. 
But uh, they love the movement in the prints, and um, they think it's like a great. Uh, and yeah, I I kind of see it sort of better because there are some like gritty parts of it, but um, and there are some like little tiny swoops underneath. I just thought it was interesting mm-hmm. that he used the color blue here as well. But um, yeah, no, they loved it. Um, mm-hmm. All right. I think I think Alexander is next. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Yes. So Alexander's next. And what did you think about this? <laughs> I, just... I mean, he, you know, he leans in, he leans into it, but it's not. Um, you know, it's uh, it's it's uh, there's no hope. There's no hope for him, yeah. basically. Yeah, I mostly wrote down that Zach said that she looks like a cult leader and i'm like oh man um yeah i i i agree (laughs) i agree yeah and it it, part of me wants to rebel a little bit in the way that i'm it 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 is like okay well it would actually be interesting to try to make a a ceremonial or um or devotional garment mm-hmm. right that that actually could be like a really interesting challenge um that's not this challenge <laughs> that's not this challenge and then and and alexander then like lets people know that you know talks about his innovator as being this chef mm-hmm. like you know if if um and he sort of alludes to this in terms of thinking about like maybe the white stripe is kind of like the cake, but if oh. he had ever if he had ever just said the term like ice cream sandwich, <laughs> <laughs> I I would love for a James Beard Award winning Zagat rated <laughs> pastry chef to make me a fancy ass ice cream sandwich. I would love that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like an ice cream sandwich. Oh yeah. Incredible. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, you could make a really, you could, I mean, I've had high end ice cream sandwiches. They're, yeah. they're actually really yummy. Yes. Um, but, but instead what happens is that we get off on this whole, like everybody starts talking about chocolate and what chocolate means and how chocolate is sexy and this isn't sexy and it's formal and mm-hmm. um and 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 it this weird weird thing about like what chocolate means mm. and Alexander just won't be sort of swayed one way or the other about it um you know it, she looks like a cult leader of chocolate i mean yeah yeah. Um, and then Heidi's thing is that it's like he left the masking tape on by accident. It's like, yeah. okay, well, odd. I, um, yeah. Where I, she was just like, I just see tape. I see, a, I see a cross. She sees a cross and tape. Yeah. Um, which, you know, I don't know. I, yeah. I, I loved saw or peter peter psalm's uh thing about how it looked like two different recipes came together uh which i i was which had more to do with the challenge than alexander's outfit mm-hmm. 
because like he's like yeah the silhouette is nice but the fabric is stiff which of course like it we've talked about before the fabric is kind of stiff but um yeah i i think oh man maybe they should have made an ice cream sandwich then instead of decorated a fancy cake (laughs) and that would have helped him yeah yeah all right what a could have then we go to helen next is helen (laughs) she's like so yeah so like my muse was an artist and um he uses a large format canvas printed on a high resolution printer and i'm like wait a second canvas is a very specific thing i saw paper oh no i think that the i think it was it was canvas I think it was Canvas, because if you look at his, uh, once again, look at his website, he's doing exactly the same thing. It's there, there is, in the same way that the, that this material that they're working with mm-hmm. is, comes out of, of these printers, um, similarly, you can get, like, like, places that do vinyl signs. Yeah. For example, vinyl banners will also um, print on a fabric. And if you look at his if you if you look at his stretched canvases, Look. they basically wrap around the stretcher so you can tell that this is one continuous print. Oh, interesting. Okay. All right. I take that back. He, I, might, I really he was might have like... given <laughs> he might have given her a poster of her printout because that's cheaper than like you know, than than going with the canvas, yeah. but but it's really um, it's really easy to to um, print on canvas at that scale. Okay, yeah, because I I remember him rolling that up, and I thought I just thought it was paper. Um. Anyway, so but she, yeah, so she's kind of explaining where this print came from, but essentially just says that she wanted to layer some cool graphics on top of each other. Um, she doesn't yeah. make a good argument for how she was inspired by an artist to just make like yeah. a necklace of stars. I don't, don't know. Yeah. So and yeah. and why are a couple of them red? I don't understand that. It's oh, like gosh. her regular. She you know she does like her sort of regular squared off cap sleeve. Yeah, yeah. Which is which is very cute and sexy, but still like and again the same sleeve that she's done on a lot of other dresses. Right. Right. I I think this is a really nice dress and it's nothing also nothing to really write home about, but everyone mm-hmm. really loved it and yeah. had the thought of, wow, I think Heidi loved the star. She's like, it looks very patriotic. And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. I, I don't see, now I'm seeing Star Spangled Banner, but is that good? Like, I don't think that's, I don't. No, I I don't think that's good either. Yeah, I don't think that has anything to do with the challenge once again. But, and then Zach, who was like, I could clearly tell how you made this dress and I deserve a star. Can you like give me one of those stars from your dress? Because I figured it Mm -hmm. out, which is true. Like she split that thing in half. And I also don't think that's, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't think that's like a, like a genius moment on either side. So, but they really loved it. They they thought it was very cool, very sexy, but not slutty. Sexy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and and I love that Nina described the outlining fabric as ecru, 
because now I know what ecru is because I've always thought <laughs> ecru is a color is a beige color but not what kind of beige but since Nina Garcia has clarified what mm. how beige ecru can be um it's this it's this dress so uh anything mm-hmm. else to say about this dress before we move on to uh Kate uh nope nothing else all right so um we have Kate here next and uh she's explaining what she told us that uh binary code uh also describing her muse being someone who is facilitating the um entry of women into a male dominated uh, uh industry that is uh, computer coding um this you know anyway and also is like i love what i made and everyone is horrified <laughs> yeah <laughs> everyone is just like oh yeah what is this it's so ugly i but ugly it's not good when heidi calls her outfit ugly yeah so. no it is that it 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 really is like a step too far it uh, i mean and and when you look at the the individual pieces of it it really does not make any sense no not at all. And I, I, there's so many things going on here. Like when Nina pointed out the pleats, I thought she was talking about the gussets themselves, but she was also talking about the pleats of the gusset. Not only did she make these gussets, but she pleated them. There was, I feel like there's so much work in a yeah. garment that looks so bad. Yeah. Um, and and she keeps trying. She, it's like she's trying to overlay the sheer fabric on the print. Yeah. In some parts, like the top is there there's like this sheer dress on top of this really constraining bodice it does not make any sense yeah yeah there's also um detail in the collar as well there's some yes up there (laughs) yes i was i was gonna point that out like why she's a saloon girl (laughs) she's got spurs on her collar yeah 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 um it's I, the story makes no sense because how do you get from again talking to this innovative 17 year old high school senior who's making who's designing an yes. app and girls uh girls code yeah. for to facilitate lives for homeless people it's not just to facilitate women coming into a male dominated right. industry she was doing right. something very specific she told she yeah. talked to you about something very specific, and here we have a saloon girl interpretation of whatever. Yeah, that that yeah that does not make any sense. No, at all. No, not at all. Um, man, uh, oh gosh, so, so Sam said something about the bust area because it's <laughs> it's like it was so tight on on the on the top part of the bodice. Mm-hmm. Bodice. He was just like, I just. I just wish that you would just kind of, I want, I want her to be free. <laughs> she just looks so yeah. restrained, but also the yeah. model, the, the longer they went through this critique, you could see the model tensing up also. Like she was just sort of yeah. clasping her hands. And um, there was also something said that was cut out of Kate's speech, but Zach referred to it um, that Kate chose blue to represent the, this masculine aspect of computer mm-hmm. coding yeah which is the, like the the palest baby blue yeah it's a non that's not a gendered color if you want to talk about it mm-hmm. it's you could i don't know like it's it's like in terms of whatever 
masculine idea you want to put in there. I think Kate is not the kind of designer that we would predict would go anywhere near that route. You know, just not Kate. That's mm-hmm. not what that's not what she does. All right. Yeah. Um I mean also if you were like if you wanted to, you know, um use the visual language of somebody um struggling against you know the digital world it's like that those green figures on a black background have been there like just waiting there ever since the matrix came out like you could have you could have accessed that language and been like you know oh man that been like ready to go yeah i can't imagine her using black like that or even that kind of green. <laughs> no, she would no, she would she would desaturate not... it to like a pastel like Easter egg color yeah. and gray. Yeah. <laughs> a gray yeah. background or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um I also have to say that I I you know, there's something okay, I I feel bad about saying that Kate creeps me out. There's something about her and I I think she's fine and nice and wonderful. But I think there's something strange to me in how she references such, I think, stereotypically feminine things. And she is mm-hmm. so young. Um, and I, this is, this is like unfair because I, I'm always like surprised by women in their early twenties who are all about like, ah, you know, if they're heterosexual, like the male should be the head of the household. I'm like, what? You're 21. Mm-hmm. You're born mm-hmm. yesterday. Like, why are you still thinking that? But anyway, but there's something about Kate in this interaction with this young woman who's doing something, that right. is incredibly um uh, yeah young woman of color yes a young woman of color so. who is just an extraordinary person and has is right. has a lot of depth and the thing that Kate gloms onto is that boy this is something that boys do and i'm right. talking to a girl who's doing this and right. um i don't know i thought i just thought it was very telling that i don't think she could have received anything else from this challenge and it's unfortunate so yeah all right. Okay. Time for too close and too personal. Um, I didn't really spend too much time on this because it kind of made me uncomfortable how much they loved Yaya's dress. I was like, leave her alone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they love yeah. this dress, and it was not about the print or about what Brayden made. Um, but yeah, did anything anything from this uh, paw paw section? <laughs> no, not really. It's it was pretty standard fare. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. It, uh, Heidi really freaks out about um, seeing the cross, which like, okay, well, you know, (laughs) Austria, traditionally Catholic, you know, country, that's probably, probably a little triggering for you. Maybe. Yeah. Um, Um, And also the, yeah, I think she said something about a sausage casing too. And that was, that just made me hungry. Where she's like, I don't yeah. see, I don't know, someone else was re- referencing something else, and I thought it was funny that she's referencing food. Um, all right, so yeah. Um, but anything to say about this time of going back backstage with the designers? Because I think some of them were, well, yeah, we have like a lot of tears. A folks lot are of tears. folks are emotional, and all like I was. Um, it's very interesting to me that they did not cut away to. Like, you do not see Alexandria during this 
during this discussion at all. <laughs> and like folks are dabbing their eyes. They're getting like, you know, folks are getting really weepy. We, you do like after all of that, um, all of that crabbing about people crying, mm-hmm. you do not hear a single, you don't see a single image of Alexandria. I think it's telling. I think it's telling because yeah. she would have come across as like a, like an unfeeling yeah. person. She's probably yeah. so confused. She's like, really guys, like we were here for this. Like, I don't understand anyway. But yeah. Yeah. Well, and also it's like the show at this point is all like, we have to be really invested in, you know, this is like Kate's redemption arc, right? Yeah. yeah. From being, being like the mean girl from the previous season. Right. And coming back and getting her second chance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so all right we go back to the runway and ernez who is our winner oh my goodness it is dom straighter from philadelphia yay dom wins and is this her first win uh she says oh my god finally finally well i guess it is her first win because oh her God. first kind of her, she had kind of has a, had a half win at Belk. So this is her first right. win. Yes. Right. <laughs> yes. And she also didn't the dress that she did with Alexandria. Didn't that didn't that win the the yogurt challenge? No, I don't think it did. I want to say that Brayden really? probably won that challenge. I have a feeling it didn't win. The, that that sort of cool. The Domo um, cookie monster, the Domo dress. Yeah, no, I don't think the Domo dress won. I remember mm. being surprised, and I feel I feel it in my bones that that didn't win. Oh no. Okay. Maybe. Well, here we go. Here's Dom. Here's here's Dom like justifiably celebrating. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um. So, and what happens next? So the whole controversy is. And a reason for a lot of tears is because Heidi goes, um, her favorite thing to say is, um, yeah, so one of you will be the winner and one or more of you will go home. So uh, tying back to the very beginning of the episode where everyone was freaked out by how many designers were left with so few Mm -hmm. episodes. um, Exactly. Next we have um, uh, who goes home next, Nayland. Alexander yeah is so, is out Alexander is out and is kind of shocked because he was like oh no I thought everyone else was worse <laughs> yeah yeah kind of uh yeah um he says I guess I shouldn't mix religion and cake except yeah. for a wedding just <laughs> like you know good for good for you it it is the whole thing does sort of have the feeling of like i'm throwing myself on my sword yeah it's like i don't know what to do with myself you know um i'm just going to i'm going to take it all in good humor and and just kick myself out yeah yeah totally. um and then we have like a, and it's sort of excruciatingly um it feels like drawn out um, moment with Justin and Kate mm-hmm. where um, where uh, you know Heidi intones Justin's name and you'd see him sort of like 
flinch. Yeah. And then she says he's, you know, he's, she says he's safe and he walks off and, and as he embraces Kate, she's already starting to cry. Yeah. She's just shaking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and what happens with Kate Nalen is, is she safe or is she out? No, Heidi is, Heidi is so sorry to have to say goodbye to her again, but she does pull her in for that, uh, that goodbye embrace so she can get a taste of those tears. Kate's <laughs> face. You can't waste them all backstage where Heidi can't like revel in them. Where yes, she wants to roll around the, in it. <laughs> yes, the substance that gives her that that you know keeps her keeps her fresh and dewy. Yep, yep. Um, yeah. So we say Alfie uh, to Zane to yes. Kate times two, and Kate takes it super seriously. Oh yeah, yeah. Like Kate. Like Kate does not have any reserve of like, well, it is what it is. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna get to leave and be excited, and you won't hear the last of me. It was like she is just really totally wiped out. Yeah. And um, you know, we get the capstone on the Helen hates Kate arc, where like. <laughs> You know, Helen is the person who gets to do the confessional about how amazing Kate is. Right. And how shocked and devastated Helen is. Yep. Because now she loves Kate so much. Yeah. Um, and everybody is, is, you know, giving tributes to, um, to Kate and talking. Dom talks about how incredible she is. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, and 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 Alexander is kind of sitting there like I'm leaving too. <laughs> Alexandria is nowhere to be seen. This is just too much for. <laughs> I mean, and you know, am is Alexandria really kind of a like you know a kin to me? Like I just like I felt like Alexandria at that moment. Where I'm like seriously, like because no, I mean. It's, um, I wonder what, I wonder if there's something that, um, where this is the only way that she really could show at Fashion Week, um, and if there's something that feels so, something that makes it feel so finite, um, and so devastating, because, like, mm. I think, I have a feeling like maybe Alexandra just walked out. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if she just left. Cause she really was nowhere to be found. And um, I don't I remember a group hug or anything, but um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we, I, I, I'm, I'm like watching. Oh no, she is there. She's in the corner of the couch. Okay. Um, okay. But, but we don't really see like, we see sort of individual hugs, but we don't really see group hugs. Okay. There she is. She's standing next to Tim, Alexander okay. and Kate off together. Gosh. But yeah, zero reaction shots from her. Well, I mean, I just kind of wonder about next week because everyone is crying in the upcoming clip. Uh, everyone mm. is crying. And I yes. think Alex, there is a little a view of Alexandra tearing up a little bit. But man, next week, more tears. 
But mm-hmm. uh, this week, yeah, we say goodbye to Kate, and it hurts more to go this time, but she's uh, grateful and felt that being on Project Runway twice was very much worth it. So. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, anything else to say? Any final words about this episode? No. I mean, it it is a bit of a relief that it's not, you know, quite as histrionic as the rest of the season has been. Yeah. Yeah. But it also uh, feels a little... Um, I don't know. It feels in some ways like it's sort of settling into its groove and, and it's sort of irritating that it's taken this long for it yeah. to to get here. I agree. Like, you know, if we could have sort of, we have these guys. So how many left? Six left or five. Now we have five left. And then, you know, next week is like, oh, surprise. We have five more designers. <laughs> we mm-hmm. cast. And uh, yeah. So now we're, we're back to square one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, this would have been a, a nice crew to sort of start with, even with Alexander and and Kate. Like, great. Let's keep them. Yeah. All right. So, Hernandez, well. how can people get a hold of you? Oh, yes. Well, um, you know, guys, you can find me on our Instagram accounts. So follow us at, uh, at the Workroom Podcast on Instagram and facebook.com forward slash the workroom on on facebook if you feel comfortable being there and mm-hmm. um i'm everywhere at ernez h-e-r-n-e-a-s-e and i'll say that currently i am an artist in residence at the visual studies workshop for a month uh, yay which is also, which is also like where i teach um fun fact i wasn't supposed to teach this semester <laughs> but i'm teaching this semester and i'm the resident so it's like i've i'm i'm like you know wearing a couple of hats while i'm up here but i'm so excited to be in rochester for a month um it's freezing and it's beautiful um and that's about it that's all i have to share Nayland, where can people find you uh you can find me on um uh instagram at Nayland w blake um, you can find me on Twitter at Nalen Blake, and you can take a look at my website, um, nalenblake.net, where I just recently posted, um, my daily drawings for the first, um, month of 2021. Yeah. Um, you can take a look at those. Um, and uh and yeah that's sort of that's sort of the the main thing that i have going on now great oh i'm so glad that they're going to be on your website (laughs) yep they're up they're up right now you can go take a look at them um all right yeah well um listeners so wonderful to have you back into the workroom and um stay tuned and um just letting y'all know that on on our patreon uh we do have a poll up so patreon patrons if you're listening to this broadcast and you haven't responded to our poll uh i will i'll talk about the details of that later but go in and respond to it and uh yeah so a little surprise all right yeah. so um until next time i guess we will both say goodbye Bye. goodbye goodbye